unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode number 28 today, and the episode title is called Regrets. Now, you might be saying to yourself, Chris, you've already done a show about regrets. Yes, I have. And Chris, you talk about regrets all the time. Yes, I do. You know why? Because regrets are very, very important. Why? Because they're pain, they're leverage, they're things to avoid in our life if we want to truly be unstoppable, truly have a kick-ass life, truly have amazing momentum and excitement and enthusiasm for everything that we're going to do if we're avoiding the regrets. Now, I have talked about this book. This book, I will admit to you, I started reading and I got to a point where I had to put it down because some of the case studies in there kind of hit close to home. Um, but anyways, what my goal is today on this episode, and here's the book, the top five regrets of the dying by Bronnie Ware. Um, I have it on audible as well. What I want to do is expose you to what exactly the top five regrets are and perhaps, you know, offer some insight and feedback to each one of those that you could potentially start doing today. And I say potentially because that is your choice. Potentially means you have a, a say in the matter of what are you're going to do with this information. But ultimately, just diving deeper into regrets and thinking about those as we plan our 2020, the start of a new decade, um, what is your focus? Is your focus on avoiding pain or is your focus on gaining pleasure? Is your focus on growing yourself or ignoring yourself? What is it going to be? Well, let's just dive right into it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, what are your regrets? Think about them. If you're watching this live Tuesday night at 7 p.m., I want you to type in to the uh, the comments right now. Just give me one regret. What is one regret you could potentially have at the end of your journey that just really would probably kick you upside the jaw and just leave you sitting there going, fuck, I could have avoided that. You know, I had the power to do those things, right? For me, one of my biggest regrets is not achieving the success and the ability and the impact that I truly believe and I know that I can in this world while I'm here. So if I got to be 75 or 80 years old and I was looking back thinking, man, I'd never achieved my full potential, that would be a huge regret for me. So that's why I constantly push myself. That's why I'm doing 75 hard. And for those of you guys keeping up with me, 75 hard, we are on day um, 60, right? No, actually we're on day 62. Day 62 of 75 hard. You wanna talk about change? You wanna talk about no regrets? Anyways, I'm not gonna even go there. So let's just get right into this. The top five regrets of the dying by Bronnie Ware. What is the number one regret? And I've talked about this one before, but just let me just state it here, how it is in the book. Regret one, I wish I had the courage. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Let me read that again. Number one regret. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. Let's just think about that for a second, right? I wish I would have lived my life. And again, you guys have heard me talk about this, but it's so monumentally important. And I hear this even from parents these days, you know, my son's three years old and I hear this, oh, I want little Johnny to be a baseball player. I want little Cynthia to become a violinist. Oh, I want little uh, Jackie to become a firefighter. Oh, I want so-and-so to go into politics, right? Whose dream is that? That's their dream. 
So when you think about that, think about your childhood. Did you get to explore your dreams? Did you get to say, I want to be a firefighter when I grow up. I want to be a race car driver when I grow up. I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. You know, when you said those things, if you can think back, what was the reaction from your parents, your friends, your family, your siblings, your teachers, the thing, the people that influenced you? Because starting in a couple of weeks, maybe next week, we're going to start talking about really getting into the nitty gritty of why we are fucked up. It's probably going to be a three-part series like, why are we fucked up? And part of that goes back to where these beliefs started from. So when you think about it, when you said you wanted to be a firefighter, did your mom and dad say, oh yeah, Johnny, you could do it. That's great. We'll get you firefighter stuff and everything else. <clears throat> Excuse me, losing my voice. Or did you, did your parents say, oh, you can't be a firefighter. You're too small. You're too skinny. You're too short. You're whatever. Did they put a label on you right away and tell you you couldn't achieve what it is that you wanted to do, what you dreamt about? Think about that. So did you spend the rest of your life living somebody else's dream to gain their, their satisfaction, to gain their approval, to gain their love, to gain their acceptance? Did you become a lawyer when you didn't want to become a lawyer? Did you become a doctor when you didn't want to become a doctor? Right? Think about those things. The top regret. Let me just read it again because I want you really to get impacted by this. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. True to myself, right? Now, I've helped a lot of homosexual people out over the years, you know, in different ways of processing things and coming out of the closet and having that courage, you know, not true to myself. Think about the emotional impact and the pain of hiding such an important aspect of your DNA, of your, of your, of your personality, of your makeup that you have to go pretending you're somebody you're not every single day because you're afraid to be true to yourself? Can you imagine the misery for what? To make somebody else like you, to make somebody not hate you, to make somebody not have judgment on you? Who fucking cares? Flip the fuck it switch. Ladies and gentlemen, stop caring so much about what other people think, me included. Like I told you guys, I watch these, I listen to these because I know what I'm saying is shit I need to hear also. But think about that, true to yourself, right? Do you have an amazing gift for, for being a ballerina? Do you have an amazing gift for artistry? Do you have an amazing gift for um, math and science and history? And you've been told, oh, don't do that. You won't make any money. You know, whose dream are you living? And how are you gonna feel at the end of your day when you're talking to other people, maybe in the old folks home, and they're like, oh yeah, I did this with my life, and I did this with my life, and man, I didn't give a fuck what anybody said, and I just, I just rode my bike in the direction I wanted to ride. Were you going to look in there like, oh yeah, you know, I did this for a couple of years, then I did that, and then my husband wanted me to do that, and my kids thought I should do that, and then my friend Bessie, she told me I should totally get into home cooking, and then, you know, I read this thing on the paper that said everybody's doing this, and I'm going to get into that. Just live your life and be true to yourself, and just figure out what your dreams and your goals are. That's what I'm here for, right? We're on show number 28. Like I said, a couple of shows back where I intertwined them all together. They're all building blocks of how you can have this unstoppable kick-ass confidence and really recreate your perspectives and your expectations about your past, present, and of course, your future, right? So just think about that. Again, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. So no matter where you're at in your particular journey, whether you're watching this and you're 15 or you're watching this and you're 60, there's still time. There's lots of time. Medical technology and everything else is changing so quickly. Come on. You know, that's what I'm here for. Reach out to me. There is time to change these things and to go after your dreams. So at least at the very end of the day, you could say, Hey, at least I tried, right? 
You know, you didn't give up. You didn't get complacent. You didn't live a mediocre life. And a lot of people are out there doing that. They're settling. They're like, oh yeah, you know, my time is gone or that boat sailed or all that other bullshit. You know, don't give up on yourself. Set the example, especially if you have kids, right? Go after your dreams. That's what I'm doing every single day of my life. There's no way that Jackson's not going to get to be a point where maybe I'm gone and he can go back through my history, whether it's social media and videos and blogs and everything else. And he's going to see that dad went for his dreams, right? I may never achieve the, 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 the exponential success that I want and the reach that I want with schools and everything else. But my son is going to know that I never gave up on my dreams and I continue to go for them every single day of my life. All right. Regret number two. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. So critical when you think about it, and you've heard this analogy, when you're laying on your deathbed, are you going to be looking back saying, man, I pushed, I'm glad I you know, work 80 hours at work every day. No, you're not. Nobody is. Nobody is. Why in the fuck would anybody work so hard and have a regret like that? Yes, you have to work hard at certain points in your life. You have to work hard to excel and grow yourself. You have to work hard to have the body you want. You have to work hard to save your money and invest in things. Yes, you have to work hard. But when you think about it, and my grandfather used to say this, work smart and not hard. So if you're constantly working hard, what is that going to result in? And I love the, the quote by Les Brown. If you do what's hard, life will be easy. But if you do what's easy, life will be hard, right? So when you think about that, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. People are busting their ass and they're making money and they're getting all these possessions, but they're still not fulfilled. I have coached people who have a lot of money and a lot of success. And it's really depressing when you sit there and think about there's people in third world countries, there's people that are poorer than poor. And you see, you can see they're radiating you know, this confidence and this exuberance and this, this appreciation, this gratitude for life. And then you've got these people who have everything. I mean, think about, you know, the famous stars that have committed themselves, committed suicide, right? Robin Williams, Chester Bennington, uh, Chris Cornell. I'm sorry. I'm a lot of, you know, uh, music essentially on paper, they had everything, but they were still miserable because they were working so hard. Maybe they were working so hard for the wrong goal right? Maybe they're working so hard to achieve acceptance from other people, right? To fit in, to belong, whatever it is. But when you think about that regret, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. What does that really mean? That means enjoy yourself. It means have fun. It means take care of yourself. Most of the time, the people I talk to, they're working so hard to take care of other people. They're working so hard to pay the bills. They're working so hard just to exist. And the point of this experience on this earth is to live. That's the thing I talk about living versus existing. What are you doing? If you're just making, just doing enough just to get by and someday you're going to do this and someday you're going to do that. And when this is right, you're going to do that. Guess what? You're going to have a regret. You're going to have a regret that you worked so hard and you never enjoyed it. You never took chances. You never took risks. You just worked. And that is a miserable life. So don't do it. Regret number three. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. <sighs> if you're watching this Tuesday night, can I get a raw truth or an amen on that? Yeah. Regret number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. How many situations, both personally and professionally, have you just walked away from something and said, man, I should have said this and I should have told them that and I should have, I should have, I should have. You know, we should have all over ourselves. And what do we do? We take all those feelings and all those emotions and we just push them down. We just say, oh, well, never mind, forget it. <clears throat> when realistically, what happens when you open your mouth? and you communicate and you say what's going on, that other person has a chance to respond and you get a chance to have dialogue. You get a chance to understand. You have a chance to sympathize and empathize and go, wow, I never knew you thought that way. Thank you so much for telling me. How can I improve? How can I change, right? 
or you make it fuck you. It's your fault. Blah, blah, blah. Either way, aren't you better for having said your feelings? If you need to know that you're not in the right place with the right person or the right job, isn't it better to find out about it now than not five years from now? I mean, come on. Why are we avoiding all this shit? If you have something to say, say it right. There's different ways of saying it, different ways of approaching those situations. And you know, I always go by a seek first to understand then to be understood situation. But come on, if we're not being honest with our feelings, especially with ourselves, where do we hope to become kick ass? Where do we hope to become unstoppable? Where do we strive for that exponential growth and the happiness that we deserve deep in our soul? It's not about possessions and it's not about monetary stuff. It's about feeling good in your soul, right? Are you excited to wake up when you, where you're going and what you're doing and who you're seeing? Are you excited when you get home to who you're coming home to and what you're coming home to? If you answer no to both of those questions, your life sucks. I'm sorry. Those are the two questions you ask yourself. Am I excited when I wake up in the morning to where I'm going and what I'm doing? And the same thing where I'm, when I'm there, am I excited to where I'm going and who I'm coming home to? If you answer no to either one of those questions, you have work to do, not anybody else. This is about accepting responsibility and, and, and communicating your feelings because if you don't share them, it's your fault why it's not changing. Do you get that? I talk to people who are like, did you say anything? No, but they should know you I figure they know or they'll figure it out or some bullshit like that. It's like, really, you're going to hinge your happiness and your success and your stress level and your health, your physical and your mental health by keeping shit inside because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings or you don't want to seem like you're greedy or insensitive or selfish. Come on. Where do we learn all that crap? as kids when we didn't have the wherewithal to develop our emotional intelligence like we should have. That's why we should be reading books and growing ourselves now. So again, Regret number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. What's wrong with expressing your feelings? I mean, we're all human. Express your feelings and listen. Have other people express their feelings and listen and do something about it. Can you imagine? God, we're all walking around like, I'm afraid to say anything. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I, you know, and everybody's walking around going, I'm hurt by that. I'm hurt by that. What are they going to be hurt by next? Fucking fire hydrants? Jesus Christ. But at the same time, you have to share your feelings. Just make sure you understand where they're coming from and let the person know what they can do to change the situation if you're not communicating about them, right? Again, it's your responsibility, nobody else's, right? Okay. Regret number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Again, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Again, I think that goes back to working too hard. We have to set, we have to, we have to branch out. And I do a poor job of this. Honestly, myself, I'm such a hard pusher and going and going, going, working hard. Um, you know, but I have been making time for my friends more and more, but I've also been choosing who my friends are and really redefining who friends are versus acquaintances and versus other types of shit. Right. But you know, I wish I would have stayed in touch with my friends because we tend to take that. Oh, they'll be there tomorrow. And then something happens and they're dead stay in touch. You know, even once a week, just reach out. I'm doing this on Facebook myself, reach out, have a zoom conference call, you know, connect with people, see them, hear them, touch them, feel them. Yeah. Just be careful. A lot of people are getting a little offended by that too lately. Um, but anyways, reach out go and do stuff. Have that balance. I mean, studies show that your life and your health is going to be so much better when you spend time with people make that time. And I'm talking to you too, Chris, because sometimes I get out of that whack and I just kind of like go, Oh yeah, I got to do this and I got to do that. But we need that balance. We need something in our life because guess what? At the end of the day, who do you want by your bed? Do you want a bunch of cards and letters from your coworkers? Or do you want friends, people that you've done things with people you've experienced the good and the bad and the indifferent, right? Connect, stay with your friends. All right.
Regret number five. I wish I had let myself be happier. I wish I had let myself be happier. Isn't that interesting? Think about that. I wish I had let myself be happier. What does that mean? Type it in the box down below if you're watching this uh, Tuesday night. I wish I had let myself be happier. That's amazing. The first thing that comes to my mind, and again, this is raw and unscripted. I'm not, I didn't make any notes about this. First thing that comes to my mind is gratitude, right? How could you not be happy? There's lights on. I've got a fan on. I've got technology. I can talk to you now. I can go get in my car and listen to serious radio. I have a sunroof. I have a job. I have my health. I have indoor plumbing. I can have a hot shower. I'm not in a hospital room. There's beautiful green trees outside, right? How can you, how can you not let yourself be happy? And it goes back to situations that happen in our childhood. It, it comes back from the conditioning process from our parents and our teachers and our friends and our family and our churches and society and all those other different things. Maybe you were punished when you were happy. Maybe you feel guilty about happy, being happy. Maybe you don't feel like you deserve to be happy. That's one of my few questions that I ask people pretty, immediate, pretty immediately when I'm talking to them and I'm trying to discover you know, where they're at and why they need coaching. It's like, do you deserve to be happy? If somebody has to think about that, fuck, what's going on? Let yourself be happy. Enjoy your life. If somebody feels miserable because you're happy, that's the wrong person for you. You're like the five people you're around the most, right? So the five people you're around the most don't want you to be happy and don't encourage you to be happy and get pissed off when you're happy. Fuck them. Adios, amigo. It's not my problem. Again, then you're stuffing down all your emotions and you're not living your life honestly and congruently. How do you expect to be happy? But again, whose choice is it? Whose choice is it to be miserable? Whose choice is it to not be happy, right? What is happiness? You know, that's different for every single person. You know, one of the, one of the next podcasts I'm going to do is about comparison because comparison is the enemy of success. So if I don't deserve to be happy, maybe, oh, so-and-so did that, or maybe I screwed up or whatever it might be. You deserve to be happy. Let yourself be happy. Do things that make you happy. Determine what makes you happy and stop. If you don't even know what that is, stop doing shit that makes you miserable. You know, there was this one time I was, I was just doing like this on the spot coaching thing with this executive vice president and he was bitching up a storm about his job. He's like, Oh, I fucking hate it and blah, blah, blah. And we had talked about this before and he wasn't a client of mine, but I said, can I coach you for a second? He goes, yeah. And I said, you know, I keep hearing you talk about how much you hate your job and la, 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 la. And I said, can I just make a suggestion? He goes, yeah. And I said, quit. He goes, oh, I can't quit. I can't quit. And I said, why? So why can't you quit? You're an executive vice president. You're established. You have credentials. You have experience. You can quit and go get a job somewhere else and be happy and stop complaining. Well, I've got a daughter in school and I've got this and I've got this and I've got that. And I said, okay, can I make an observation? He goes, yeah. And I said, you're choosing to be miserable. I said, if you're choosing to be miserable, whose fault is it, Bob? He's like, oh, hmm. I'm not choosing to be miserable. I mean, yes, you are. I said, what would happen if you got fired right now? What would you do? Would you survive? Would you thrive? Or would you wallow away into a little hole and let your family down? What would you do? Would you survive, Bob? Would you thrive? Would it, would it be op, an opportunity for things to even go better? Come on, think about it. You're choosing to sabotage your success because you feel like you have nothing that you can do, but there's lots of things you can do. Why not let yourself be happy, Bob? So my advice to you guys is stop being Bob. If you're not happy, start doing shit to change it, to make it happy. I love it. There's a meme on there. It says like, if you like doing this, keep doing it. If you don't like doing this, 
don't do it. And if somebody tells you to do the thing you don't like, change the person. Life is simple, ladies and gentlemen. It all starts right here. And we're gonna be talking about that more and more depth and detail because I want to get you guys to the point where there is something in this process while we're together that's gonna make you go, holy shit. I never thought of it that way. Holy shit. That's what I've been doing to myself. Holy shit. Not those aha moments. I want holy shit moments because I'm doing it for myself too. I am undiscover. I'm discovering and kind of realizing what's at the root of my situations and the things that hold me back. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because as I learn it and then as I teach it, it becomes more ingrained and, and reaffirmed in my body and my soul. And it re reminds me of my purpose, right? So when we think about the re top regrets of the dying, let me just, uh, let me just go back to you. So regret number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. Is that you right now? Regret number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Is that you right now? Or the converse, maybe you don't work hard enough. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, that would be a big regret. Um, regret number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Are you keeping everything inside? Are you stuffing everything down? Are you miserable and wanting and blaming everybody else because you're miserable and you don't even open your fucking mouth? There's a mirror. Go look in it and say, hey, am I, am I tolerating this? When did it become okay to tolerate being treated like this? When did it become okay to, to put myself in this situation? And would I let my best friend or my mom or the person I love the most be in this situation too? What advice would I give them? Uh, regret number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Yeah, stay in touch, connect with people. Don't be miserable, share your gift. And regret number five, I wish I had let myself be happier. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the kick-ass nation, misfits for life. Those are the top five regrets of the dying. And we're all dying. We could be dead tomorrow, five minutes, 20 years, 50 years, technology, medicine, everything else. Can you imagine if I'm like 50 right now, which I am, could you imagine if somebody said, you're gonna probably live another 50 years? I mean, what does that do? You start at zero, even if it's another 30 years. Can you just imagine you start at zero and you know what you know today? That old cliche, like if I know now, if I knew then what I know now, you know, the time is now, the day is now. 2020 could be the most kick-ass, unstoppable year of your life. You just have to decide it and you have to make a promise to yourself and you have to keep that promise. That's what 75 hard has done for me. That's what I did last year. I told myself 2019 would not be a repeat of all the previous four years. And ladies and gentlemen, I had back surgery in January. I launched my podcast. I've, re I've got coaches now. Um, I did 75 hard. And now unfortunately I'm staring down the nose of doing other surgeries and things of that nature. But 2019, I kept my promise. And guess what? Feel great. I want you guys to feel great. I want you guys to be inspired and, and, and excited. I don't want people looking at it like, oh, 2020, what am I going to do? Oh, it's going to be another year. Oh, shit. You know, stop filling yourself with all of those mindsets and start changing those things and making investments in yourself. Start applying yourself. Start making decisions and sacrifices and, and move yourself in the direction of not having any regrets. All right. Hit me up, Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Check out the website. We made some changes there. I love you guys. Um, until next time, peace. Remain unstoppable, kick ass, no regrets. I love you. Bye.